So you get data sheets and fate dice and that's it. That's all Eldar get. It'd still be fine. That's the problem. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Stat Check episode 74. One fantastic year. Uh, we are here for our first official show of 2024. Uh, <laughs> why am I moving? We have been off air for a couple of weeks with Christmas and the New Year's because some people couldn't keep their uh, couldn't hold their liquor and were not available to do this, the show last week. So we are here now with you all. Thank you so much for joining us. We realize it's a bit, a bit of a break. Uh, we're also three minutes late because why wouldn't we be? My mic decided that being audible was not important, uh, which some of you may agree with. Some of you may not. No, nobody else gets to decide that except the people who are making this show. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you've all had a wonderful holiday season. How is everybody here at StatCheck? Nathan, would you like to kick us off? Oh, man. Uh, I'm doing good. I don't know. I, I got to take a vacation. <laughs> Um, I, I did family things and then I came home and I had like two days off and before going back to work. So it was amazing. Um, I built 2000 points of world eaters who are now primed black and ready for painting. Um, I've been playing world eaters. I had the pleasure of playing Jeremy over the weekend to kind of get Eldard into the dirt basically, <laughs> but it was fun. Um, I don't know, man. There's not a lot going on over here. We'll probably get into more New Year's Eve, like resolution y stuff at some point in the episode. So I'll save all that for later. Um, I'm running an RTT on Saturday this week and then playing in an RTT in two weeks. So I'm going to try to play 40K, I guess, kind of. I don't know. Maybe. We don't do that here. No. No. Let's not get carried away. I know, right? Anthony, how are you doing? So surprising. Me next. Uh, I'm pretty good. I start a new job tomorrow, um, which is exciting. Woo! Uh, I've had many days off, and I've done not a lot with them, so that was cool. Um, I guess that's kind of what you're supposed to do with days off, though the concept of rest makes me nervous. Um, the uh, Anything else? Rogue stayed open. That was sweet. Nice to have a local again. Um, Hell yeah. So that was cool. Uh, we'll probably do an RTT or something there in the upcoming weeks to you know, ring it in properly. Um, get back to me having like a sketchy 2-1 record at my local RTTs. It's my favorite part of living where I live. Um, so, yeah. Um, nothing else super interesting. I was finally able to clear a bunch of the stuff out of my house because I have a local again. So I just took a whole bunch of Warhammer and I was like, hello, new store. Look at all this stock you have now. Uh, so that was cool. <laughs> Uh, Given GW's uh, ability to actually deliver stocks on days, that probably actually helped him a lot. No, I'm sure it was awesome, but it was it was definitely most awesome for me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there was anything else super exciting that happened in that window that I could think of. Not offhand, anyway. Um, it's been broadly a, a good time to be to be me. <laughs> Sounds good. Jeremy, you've been a little more active. How has your last couple of weeks been? I have been. Um, uh, context for anyone who hasn't seen me in over 
a month because I wasn't on the show for I, th I think all of December. Um, I had a really bad chest infection and ended up having to cancel pretty much everything for all of December, uh, including my attendance and judging at LVO. So I'm sorry for anyone who I'm not going to be able to see. And I realize a lot of people have been asking me when they're going to see me. Not going to be at LVO, unfortunately. I had to cancel that last month because of my sickness. Um, but I am now almost fully recovered. Uh, and so this past weekend, I went to our annual store championship at the Red Dragon. Uh, Dan being the insane person he is made the prize a belt so <laughs> trying to catch it without the reflection this way there we go so that's the red dragon right there and uh yeah the whole joke going into the event was that we couldn't let we weren't allowed to allow francois to have a second one because uh, he won last year's store championship um yeah so i've been yeah took votan to that uh stomped my way through i think three other members of team canada on my way there and uh, yeah, just looking forward to the new year. Um, I am going to be testing my testing the waters a little bit to see if my body can take a GT this weekend. Uh, heading down to the Unified Tournament Circuit uh, finals that uh, are being hosted by Tables and Towers and Goonhammer. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then I will still be helping out with LVO. I just won't be in attendance. So I've been helping them get the FAQ all sorted out, make sure it all makes as much sense as can make sense within 40k and in context of the wcw faq that kind of threw some of us for a loop yeah that's where i'm nice. at now i'm finally finally able to do things again it feels good all right ennis what have you been up to um not a ton on the sort of like event side i've played a decent amount of warhammer one of the parts of my calendar clearing down over the past couple of weeks has been getting to play a bunch so uh, continually being disappointed by the Space Marine Codex is how I would describe my last three weeks. I think I've played like six different sub-factions and three detach and four detachments in you know, like 10 or 11 games and every single game I've played with, I've hated. Win or lose, it's great. I cannot stand this Codex. Um, I'm really glad we're going to have it for two or three more years. <sighs> Just don't worry, the supplements will fix everything. Right, Dennis? I'm sure. I, I'm sure that adding more rules to the, the core of Oath of Moments, a boring mechanic, will be great. Uh, yeah, sure. Like it's good. It's powerful. It's it's very very strong rule. Do you know what? Do you know what it's not? Is any goddamn fun? Um, but you get to pick one enemy unit, and yep. hit it really hard. How do you uh, the the perennial question for Marines will always be how do I kill unit two? Um, and it's kill him. It's a really tough question, unfortunately. Tank shock grenades and a bit of moxie. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's that's pretty much as far as we've gotten, and it it's not fun. Um, and the worst part is, is that I have given myself them for WTC, so I am stuck with them for the next eight months. You fool! You <laughs> absolute baboon! <laughs> it's mar Marines, Demons, and Nids are the three factions that I. Oh, have. you idiot! <laughs> Just like that just doesn't work with Scotland's strategy for what it's worth, like at all. Well, You're Scotland's really... strategy is gone because you stole one of one half of it. I didn't steal anybody, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, <laughs> six tens and a twenty is still around win. All right. <laughs> Seven rather. So anyway, um, I played a game with demons. I played a game with. I played some games with Terranids. The Terranid games are all really fun, really, really good. Eleven nine losses. Um, <laughs> they're, you know, great, great fun. <laughs> Rough, brutal, buddy. Such is life. 
Dude, just bring me back to this time last year when Ennis like couldn't lose a super major and he was playing Crusher and life was cruisy. I got a super major this weekend. Let's let's hold before we're like committed to that. But I'm not gonna win it. But it's fine. But um... well, there's a big difference between like I'm gonna win a super and like wow, it's shocking that I did not win this super. <laughs> and I think that's... that's the timeline we're on right now. <laughs> I'm glad that that's not a thing that any that many people get to live in for a long time because that'd be a really boring mad state. Um, yeah, let's go with that. If the if it's shocking that one out of three hundred uh, three hundred fifty people didn't win an event, then why did anyone else show up? Right, that's the that's the boring part. So I'm glad that it's not quite as uh, stale a meta as that could have been if it had lasted much longer. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, with that said, I'm doing the Nottingham Super Major this weekend. I stole Kit Hanna's list because he beat me at WCW, so he's the best player in the world. That's so I was just like, we'll just play a Storm Raven. It's fine. Um, I'm addicted to flyers. Uh, I think that's where I basically landed. It's the better flyer. That remains to be seen. I could do worse than I did at WCW. That is entirely on the cards. So, <laughs> Can you? Um, you did as Anthony's, well as I did. Anthony's muted either because the cat or Anna's attacking him or because he's just really upset we could do with planes. I choose to believe it's both. Um it's probably both. So yeah, I'm leaving down for that one. It's, <laughs> it's the planes, he says in their backstage chat. Of course he does. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's not really a plane. It's gonna deploy on the board every game and go in hover mode. Which just okay, so it doesn't have the aircraft skimmer. keyword then. It's, it's a fine. fast skimmer at that point, right? If we're going fifth edition terminology. So right. it's fine. It barely counts. Um so yeah, 350 player super major this weekend. There's I think everyone in the UK is in attendance. Manny, Vic, Dave Gaylord, um, myself, Brian, in theory. Um, Tim Penny's coming over, which is going to be great. Um, yeah. yeah, it should be a really good event. I'm really, it promises to be really awesome. And also, there'll be 11 undefeated players with a top four cup. So, you know, completely a reasonable tournament. That should and definitely they're definitely exist. using the best the best kind of tiebreak. Oh, yeah, right? OGW. It's the it's impromptu team event. It's going to be super fun. Um <clears throat> Yeah, um, I have nothing more to add. <laughs> I'm so over 300, 300 player tournaments. I just, if you don't have enough rounds for your tournament count, why do you have, why stop at 100 players? It's fine. You don't need a thousand players for a tournament. Red Room, we're talking about the, uh, the Nottingham Major. Nottingham, certainly. Yeah, UKDC Nottingham. Yeah, 350 players, five rounds. The GT, that's all. I love it. It's a, it's a really weird, it's a really Probably. weird major. The difference is at LVO, they will actually have one true undefeated at the end of that event. Well, that entirely depends. Somebody might just lose the terrain, which I'm not considering to getting defeated. Well, at least... No, I'm not even going to say anything there. Why don't we talk about the one week of stats that I've got banked over here instead? Go for it. You and know? Before you do that, David, it should be three 120-player tournaments because you could actually run all of them with four undefeated players rather than three, rather than two events. Just... You cannot have more. If you're going to run seven rounds, you cap at 128 players. Beyond that, stupid stupid idea. You shouldn't do it. Or you're just okay with having undefeateds and they all win first. That would work too. But if you're going to have a top four cut, you can't have 11 undefeated players. It's just yeah. not a functional format. If you're doing a top cut, it should include all of the undefeateds. That seems Absolutely. reasonable. Which Nathan. is one of the benefits or bonus upsides, whatever, however you want to look at it, of the of GW's US Open system, where they will never do a top cut for their bracket system that excludes someone who is undefeated. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a hundred percent a benefit, but it's one of the foibles of the two day major format is that it just doesn't it, it's not a functional tournament in that sense. Yep. 
somebody will yeah. win this event and there will be seven people that they did not even remotely have to contend with and that's not an undefeated tournament winner sure i think they'll still keep it as a win though just just saying davos i i helped them write that list <laughs> <laughs> Davos <laughs> has said someone of my teams against the Corvus Blackstar would do for the end times. And one of the requirements on that list was I would really like to play Death Watch. So we worked on it. All right. All right oh let's boy. talk stats right. so we can talk That's... a little more about meta. Yeah. All right. So there's not a lot to talk about. We've broken up basically by years. We'll talk about more stats in like a couple of weeks when we have like better trends to track. Everybody I know is interested in Admech and in Necrons. We'll talk about them both a little bit briefly and how Admech, not Admech, Necrons have the same problem basically that Iron Hands had where their actual good win rate is hidden behind their grouped together win rate. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. And then we're going to just run away from that topic and talk about something else entirely. Uh, probably the meta for the Nottingham tournament or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the top performing faction from this last weekend basically is Black Templar, 17 players, 3.1% meta representation, a 62.8% win rate. They won an event, they top forward twice and top 10 to 7 times for a 1.47 overrep. In second by win rate, we have Adeptus Mechanicus who had 12 players, 2.2% meta representation, a 62.3% win rate. Uh, three top fours, four top tens, and a 3.13 overrep, which is basically because they have a very low meta representation. Kinda. Um, we'll see. I mean, 2.2% is pretty high. That's like double what Adeptus Mechanicus was at pre-Codex release. But we'll see if that pans out. Based on the number of people in the Adeptus Mechanicus places turning into piles of salt, probably not likely that that continues. It's not like a huge number. That's why I said it's mostly the meta representation. Uh, Gene Steeler Colts, I'm going to skip because it's just five people. Um, Eldar is... The best an, time. They are. They have a 57% win rate, but only one top 10 and a zero for overrep because of it. Uh, Eldar are in third place with 8.4% meta representation. <laughs> and... It's funny because I just noticed this. They actually have less players than Necrons do, but we'll get into that in a minute. 57% uh, win rate, two event wins, nine top fours, 14 top tens for 2.45. Eldar still doing great. Sisters are next at 17 players, 3.1% meta representation, a 57% win rate as well. Also two event wins, three top fours, six top tens, and a 2.2. And that's kind of the top five, basically, if we're not counting Gene Stealer Colt. Um, at the bottom, we have Imperial Knights, who have a 27.5% win rate. <laughs> No, no good, no good deed it goes unpunished. So bad. I'm sorry. Deserved. Deserved. With, Should with the Imperial Knights in the gutter are more knight-themed armies with Dark Angels at a 34.9% win rate. We got, a, we got, a, we got our supplement coming. That'll save us, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could did totally lose four. everything that we currently have in our in our in our index, right? Yes. They did get a top four though, and three top tens, so they don't have a zero for overrep. Uh, <laughs> sure. Gray Knights also in the bottom five with a 36% win rate, but they won a GT, uh, which is also their top four and their top 10. So they have a 0.89. They're perfectly balanced, guys, at this win rate. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Astra Militarum at a 38.1% win rate with no placings to speak of. 
And Drakari had eight players this weekend, so normally I wouldn't count them because it's such a small number, but they managed to get 40% win rate and uh, a top 10. And then I guess I should scroll and find Custodes because the Custodes players are all going to be yelling at me about how I didn't talk about them and how terrible they're doing or something. But there were 10 Custodes players, so they just made the cut. They had a 54.4% win rate. They won an event. They top forward an event, and they got two top 10s. So they have a 1.25 over rep. To be fair, that top four Perfectly was also their, balanced. Top, their, their win. <laughs> yes, it was. It was all... Well, those numbers me. are... <laughs> Is the custodies are on the threat are on the threshold where they actually need nerfs, not buffs. It's true, actually. Yes. So actually, if you take the, the top cut light, out of what we're looking at right now, you really do need to nerf those factions as well. I think custodies should get hit again. Well, hilariously, that custodies win is down in Australia, so people are also just going to dismiss it because Australia meta weird. To be fair, that is that is true. I didn't know it was in Australia. Hey, Innis, what faction do you think won the most GTs though this weekend? Eldar. <laughs> no. no, it was orcs. Orcs, 32 players, a 52% win rate, three GT wins, which is also their three top <clears> fours, <throat> seven top tens, and a 1.17 over rep. So, again, perfectly balanced. Yeah, perfectly that's great. Balanced. Oh, I'll also add to this. Um, it not only was it an Australian event, but it was my favorite Australian event series. It's the Exterminatus series. Uh, this one was Exterminatus 8, Rise of the Noodle. <laughs> good name, good name. I love it. They is always it, have is the it all best be... names. Is all gonna be like uh, this event also, or... I want to shout out uh, Alexander the Greek, who was playing Admech to a 4-0-1 finish. Nice. You're only calling him Alex the Greek because you can't pronounce his surname. <laughs> it's Engelsos, I think. <laughs> That's not bad. That's better than I would have done. Um, and then I just wanted to briefly talk about kind of this hidden aspect of Necrons. So if you weren't here before the new year, right after the Necrons book was released... Um, Necrons were kind of at a similar win rate, but if you looked at the detachments, there's something interesting going on that nobody predicted based on the number of list ideas that I see anywhere, which is that Canoptic Court had a 62% win rate going into kind of the holidays. And then this last week, most of the base seems to have discovered that Canoptic Court is good with 37 out of 53 players playing it and uh, netting themselves a 59.2% win rate. Uh, the other ones are Awakened Dynasty with a 20% win rate, Hypercrypt, which is the second most popular, which has a 38.1, and one really person just out to have fun playing Obeisance Phalanx with a 16.7% win rate. Um, you, can't make me, you can't make me think that that's a real detachment. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, uh... Unlike the Iron Hand situation, we don't have quite as many people playing other things, but we do still have a glut of people playing Hypercrypt instead of playing the obvious choice of Canoptic Court, probably because it's harder to find graves right now than it is to find, like, gold in the road. Well, David's playing uh, Awakened Dynasty at Nottingham this weekend, so it clearly must be terrible, because if David's <laughs> playing it, like, no hope. <clears throat> I'm not going to say David can't do it, but David would be the exception and not the rule to the uh, performance issues that we're seeing for non-Canoptic Court detachments. So maybe, just maybe, Canoptic Court might be good, and you all should play it so that it gets nerfed, and I never have to see 18 rays ever again on a tabletop ever. It would be You're nice. You're muted, Jeremy. <laughs> I had the perfect comment, too. It's okay. David still took 18 rays. <laughs> 
He did, yes. <laughs> oh my god. And of course, he decided to make things difficult on himself because two of the six bands have the exact same war gear, and then one six man has this weird mixed war gear that he's gonna have to make sure is very clearly WYSIWYG, or else his opponent might accuse him of using the wrong war gear. Wait, does, does I'm betting it's actually because some are just built with three of one and three of the other. Guarantee you that's right. <laughs> because nobody ever considered the fact that they might have to start taking like all of the pistol weapon, I think, initially. Yep. So the two six mans are all claws and particle casters. Mm-hmm. And then the one weird one is two with particle ca- or all particle caster. Oh, I get it. One of them has f- one, four of them have whip coils instead of vicious claws. Ah. Do all the Wraiths have the correct backpacks is always a good question. <laughs> but really, Wraiths just have little light bulbs instead of backpacks. So we need to make make sure you count the light bulbs on that Wraith. Do they have the correct number of knobbly bits? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. But yeah, outside we of love that... You, David, we hope you do well this weekend. Just not as well as Innis. We do. I hope he goes oh, exactly the, the right number of five, which is me, with a lower OGW. That's, that's what Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, and you can both miss the top cut then. Yeah, exactly. Missing the top cut's the dream at UKTZ event. Let's be real. Not having to play game six and seven is the is the optimal. Also, you think very... you can win it. No, even then, it's not worth it. Go win it's it. It's not is. worth spending five extra hours in a, in, a, in a sweaty gym hall while it gets disassembled around you with nobody watching. It's just... Maybe we need to make our podcast more posh and have David on if he wins. We could get David on if he wins. All right, David, if, he, if you if, win. If he's willing to stoop to our level, that is. That's fair. We aren't so we're quite not, as posh. We're not adding jazz. It cannot be done. <laughs> we, will, we should find make, a jazz I will, version of I will make of a, a jazz <laughs> intro just for having David on. A jazz version of our intro if David wins Nottingham. I think we could, uh, we could do that. I, I mean, I do have the original artist contact information for our current intro, so I could ask him. Can you jazz? I think we up? could make that happen. Can you I think make we could make that extra jazzy, or we all do to do jazz hands the whole time in the background <laughs> to make it jazzy. God damn. All right, <laughs> David. Now you got to win so that we uh, have to do the jazz hands during our theme song. Apparently, I love it. With a twenty percent winner faction as well, that's going to be really tough. You guys are not making it easy for Dave. Jazz bagpipes, says Chris. But um, the last little thing again that I wanted to talk about real quick is. Just to poke at Adeptus Mechanicus, who had 12 players and a 62.3. Most of that win rate seems to be coming from the Skitari Hunter cohort, who have a 65.5. Although Cohort Cybernetica did go 3-0-0 for an 100% win rate. Um, <laughs> they won day one and then dropped. <laughs> they won day one and dropped, so there's that. He completed um, He completed it. It was like, that's a T-Whip, and I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Data Psalm Conclave, which also just had one no, player. No, four, four and one and got an 80% winner. Dude, details. So Skitari Hunter Cohort is probably the good spot to be there. Um, I don't know. Find 24 Dragoons and put them in your list or something. Or Iron Strider. It gives you that best. It gives you a detachment rule that actually does something. Yeah. That works for all your units. And that's it for stats. I don't really have anything else to talk about today. Anthony was back for like five seconds and then disappeared. I'm still here. All right. Do we want to talk about Nottingham some more then? Maybe we could talk about lists. Maybe Innes could talk about his list. Oh, I just got back. (laughs) Why don't we talk about last year a little bit? Sure. 
<laughs> Do you want me to pull up the stats for the end of last year? Yeah, talk, let's pull the stats for like the first block of ninth edition. That's probably the more interesting or tenth edition. Oh my god, the first block of ninth edition. Oh, I thought you were gonna make me sad and talk about the end of ninth. That was almost a dire. What's the first block? Let's say the first like isn't that gonna be July? We'll say through the end of July. Oh, isn't this just gonna be a fucking disaster? No, do from like all do all of tenth edition. Let's just talk about all of tenth edition in last year. I will do all of last year. I wanted to try and pull out like a let's talk about like best events and all that sort of stuff, but let's just wing this. It'll be fine. I mean fine. Yeah. I thought we were really about to be in a world where we were talking about like the first set of stats from (laughs) tenth, where it was just like eighty percent Eldar win rate. I was like, I okay. mean, we're going to talk about how uh, Eldar have that many event wins. They have 79. Yeah, I actually want to remove the, 80, What was the question I asked when we got the initial nerf? The question I asked the initial nerf was, do we think anyone else will win 50 events again for the rest of the edition? Because that was how many Eldar had at one point. So, we were mm-hmm. like, do we think anyone will even get close? So has anyone even come close to having 50 additional event wins with an extra four months of edition? Is my the closest question. is 25 with Chaos Space Marines. They have 25. Jesus. <clears throat> um, so just looking at win rate for all of last year, not even giving a fuck about balance rates or whatever, Eldar have a 63.5% win rate and made up <laughs> basically 10% of the meta, which yes, is the dude. most of this is the most of any faction. That's they're the most. Unless you shove all of the Space Marine chapters together, then I think you get closer. Give me the episode title, I guess. Give me the give me the tournament wins count. Uh, so Eldar beat in the first year more than Tyranids got in like two years by getting 79 event wins already. And how many tournaments did we track last year? Oh, man. This is going <laughs> to cause me pain. Why would you even ask that? Okay, so in 10th edition... 258 tournaments so yeah they want to they want to almost a third a little bit almost a little third under a third or <laughs> yeah a little under a third so the next closest is csm who won 25 they won a third of the events that <laughs> that Eldar won um the next best faction from a win rate at 57.2 is gene stealer colts who won 17 events and then faded into obscurity for a few generations just, they're just planning. Ca- they're just planning. They've got a plan. Chaos Space Marine. Now we're back into the balance window, by the way. Chaos Space Marine's at 55%. Uh, with 25 event wins, 82 top fours, 197 top tens. Uh, after that, it's Black Templar, who had six event wins and a 52.9% win rate. Then it's Thousand Suns at 52.1 with 11 event wins. Then it's Death Watch, then Leagues of Otan. Yeah. And then at the bottom is Drukari, who won two events all of last year. Great work, Ridvin. With a 41 point. So, I think Ridvin so has only one of those answer. two wins. I think Ridvin has only one of those two. Yeah, because one of them was, again, Australian event. Yeah. Uh, was, 41.7%. Uh, 
Uh, then it's Blood Angels at 41.8. So it's really just factions that Anthony loves at the bottom. Oh, no. <laughs> it's tough. Don't worry. World Eaters are in a fine spot, right? They have like a 49. Right in the middle. World Eaters are like right in the middle, basically. Perfectly average. Thank you, um, World Eater Playbase. 49.4, just flirting with 50. They also only had two event wins, which I think are both Anthony's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say this no, every. I was gonna say one. Cali oh, Cup is yeah. his. I had so the first the in both editions, um, but not all of them. I was all of them for a much longer span in ninth than I was in tenth. <laughs> I was all of them for like a while oh, in ninth. Yeah, you got like a week this edition. Yeah, the yeah, only... I got. He showed people the way at LGT. The only good thing I can say about these stats is that every faction won an event. Actually, every faction won at least two events over the wow. course of last Three nights? Out of, out of 250. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. got at least two. At least everyone got Everybody two. got two. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Custodies. 1% of event wins were everyone. <laughs> Custodies got five, so I don't want to hear none of their players complaining. So, they got one of the supers right at the beginning. Yeah, they won what happens? They won like the super major of the early yeah. balances shit time. Yeah, so got second. Here's some some fun hypotheticals for the for the next year. Do Eldar hit a hundred event wins this year? In the first quarter. No. We don't know what's happening in the balance days, right? I'm genuine. Okay. Does another faction hit fifty? CSM if they don't get in the first in the first six months. Fifty? What's CSM at now? Twenty five. They've won most of those since the last. Ooh, yeah. In the next six months, does another faction hit 50? They actually, they, they, they were winning at the same rate as Eldar, by the way, pre after the slate. They can do it if they get the... So the six months window is weird, right? Because CSM's on the tail end of the April roadmap or the spring roadmap. So like in theory, if you, if you let them cook, they might be able to do it. But well, probably so not. Here, here's some context. GSC in, could do it? If they in the nice first block. six months of 2023, when we were still playing 9th edition, there were 180 GTs. Now, I expect that number to go up if only because the game has continued to grow and the tail end of 9th, no one was really going to events. I wouldn't we be aren't going to see that same dip that we saw in June of this year. Yeah. And... But in that time last year, it's actually very funny looking at the stats. Who won the most number of GTs in Arcs of Omen and I guess it was just Arcs of Omen, really? But Tucson's Iron Hands. Nope. Uh, well, Space Marines are all one thing. Space Marines. Yeah, they won fifty-seven of those tournaments, so a third of them. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose if we look at just Space Marines for last year, like as one unit. I don't I... think there's a way in hell. How many are Space Marines out at the moment? Like 20s? Just give me a second while I sort. So the funny thing is that last year, it wasn't even Iron Hands that won the most GTs. Iron Hands won Dark 17 GTs. Bunch. It was oh, Dark yeah. Angels. Yeah. They're at 28 altogether. So do Space Marines win 22 more with the current supplement plus whatever they're getting? I mean, I think that I think that CSM can win another twenty-five. I would also agree with that. Statement. It also depends on what the slate does to them, because well, it could prediction. Be that they do CSM it, it, Marines or a third army, or a CSM Marines or a third army, which one's most likely to hit fifty? I think I would sooner put 
money on CSM doing it, because that book's a little deeper. I feel like if you take a hammer to, like, scouts and inceptors, a bunch of the marine builds are like, hey, we weren't actually different. Uh, <laughs> well, and so... also keep in mind that it would either have to be Space Marines winning 22 more, CSM winning 25 more, or GSC winning 33 more. Or a wild card new faction. Or a wild card coming out of left field and suddenly, like, dropping a shit sandwich on They us. accidentally buff orcs in the data slate or something and just climb shoes from things. Yeah, but orc players maybe, help us with that. Maybe it's Necrons. I don't know. Necrons, uh, Necrons would need 38 GT wins across six months. I think Necrons can do that. That army's a stat check, and those are really brutal in 30-player events. That's true. They haven't really been converting it yet, but at the same time, might also just be that it's taking a little while for Necron players to come up with 18 rates. It also, they, the Codex came out during the slowest part of the year, right? From yeah. an event perspective. It was a December release, which is which almost never happens. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, Sebastian, don't do that. Custodius Codex will be busted. Get another points drop a week after release and win 50 tournaments. Stop! To TC. Stop! <laughs> no! Anything to fulfill the John, the John Fassi. Well, see, the funny uh... thing about that is that if you look at 2023, no, it's 2022 in Custodius. That happened with Custodius. Yeah, with LVO. So then they did really well at LVO and then got yeah, buffs immediately no, afterwards. That, that was when we first started tracking stats, basically. Yeah, I mean, we... Uh... <laughs> The, That's the when you and I the think show Fight Club kicked off the week after LVO. Yeah. God, I love I Knights. I hope they make I Knights just oppressive. It'd be awesome. <laughs> just I hope they go. I hope they go straight back to how they were at the start of the edition. No notes, so I can continue to have a ninety percent win rate over that garbage army. <laughs> if I hadn't been playing Death Watch, I'm sure I would have done a lot better. But that was suffering, and I will I never go back. I could have played I Knights on a board, like a living room, like table or floor, and put a reasonable expectation of getting at least a sixteen into them. Yeah, with CSM, one hundred percent. Yeah. I guess this is a good time to share the entire meta screen real quick as well. Why not? Let's see if I can do this without turning the entire world on fire in the process. Oh, you're going to burn it all down. It's fine. You know, it'd be really funny if we could get a way to show like a through line of like Harley's being considered Eldari and like the release of that codex through 10. <laughs> Here we go. I did it. Magic. Hot Jesus Christ, Eldar. Fuck. <laughs> so this is this is this is Eldar. Oh, pain. Oh my oh. lord, dude. That post late dip and then them bouncing back again when people realize that the army is still really. Uh, hey, this is busted still. Woo. Chaos Space Marines have their rise to glory from like the ashes in the beginning. Actually, no, go Votan. Yeah, Votan probably uh, do a similar dance. That. There it is. <laughs> it turns out giving an army 20% too many points is insane I think Death Guard though are the true Cinderella true Cinderella story from that one like that's that's actually a, a good kind of highlight of you did it right yeah that's what that's that's what that should look like yeah the problem with yeah demon allies notwithstanding Death Guard are cool I mean even What's the problem with demon allies? Death Guard aren't, aren't, just, Death Guard aren't the biggest offenders when it comes to demon allies because they can only take Nurglings. You don't want to take anything else. Yeah, that's true. Imagine if Nurgle had a loan up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, honest to God, July was the best. best July, what is that? The week of July fourth was the best month week of my life. <laughs> when mechanicus were not even present. Yeah. <laughs> and then our, I guess our falls from grace are Imperial Knights, who maybe uh, a little bit. That's not actually fine. Landed okay. Cult yeah, is probably they... the worst one. Cults are right there. They're very uh, similar. Yeah, they have their into the need, into the neat buff zone is, uh, or out of the neat buff yeah, zone. Yeah, Custodes came close to that too. Eggs. Hard to hit some of these buttons. There's like a lot after of sort of October, because Gene Circles are the only army that got out of the neat buffs into the sadness zone. Like the no, only army that was there. <laughs> oh, We're I'm telling I you, love it because this is a forming rolling like average, so it means that they actually were starting to do better, and then no. You could almost <laughs> tell the weeks where Ridvon played the army. Yeah. yeah. I mean, part of the problem for, I think, Drakari is they only have like 1,200 games played, which is Chaos Space Marines have 4,800 games played. Yeah, they, they, their faction was largely abandoned because the only type of people that are actually playing Drakari units are Eldar players. The, yeah, uh... Eldar has 70, almost 7,200 games played. That causes me pain. Um, yeah, I played exactly two games of Drakari this edition. I played them once in pre-WTC prep uh, to be like, oh, no, it's not an army. We're good. We don't have to worry about this too much. <laughs> and then I played them once uh, like a month and some change ago to be like, why is this so bad again? And then I found out why it was so bad again. And <laughs> that was pretty much it. Um Though I will say gambling pain tokens is a bunch of fun, but it's not, you're not playing 40k. You're just like, wee, maybe it'll happen, maybe it <laughs> can won't. Can I roll Ooh. four ups? Yeah, can I roll four ups? That Kronos mechanic is so silly. It's also, just like, did the, did the buff that I apply mean that I got a kill? Huh? Huh? No? Oh, okay, that's fine. But, you know, sometimes. It's in there somewhere, Nathan. Just keep looking. I know I am. Before. I'm looking for Necrons while I'm in here, and I'm like, where the hell is it? <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, I know, right? They're under the radar where they belong. This is Gene Steeler Colt. Necrons had a bit of pop, bit of strength early on, so they might be in the hot in the top end. Astra, <laughs> you could also just scroll up and unfilter everything. Hush, you zoom in. <laughs> this is way, way more fun, actually. Let's zoom in. All right. All right. Enhance. Open... Oh, Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> this, is, this is Nathan's version of the plugs. It's great. <laughs> this, is, this is my version of the plugs. There you go. Oh, Nathan, there they are. Back. I found them. Now you got to zoom out and hope you keep it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there they are. They're fine. You know what? Necrons find the whole time, basically. Necrons, threading the... Necrons looking like a goss tube. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Necrons playing Pong. Yeah, yeah, basically. I don't like the sh this, the uh, I don't like the gradient of that curve at the end there. Just for what it's worth, <laughs> don't don't this worry about it too much. That's just yet. that's like two hundred games worth at, like, on the last weekend of December. Yeah. If we are not allowed to be reactionary, why are we even here? Yes, that's, I, uh, that's a good point. Here, Chaos Knights also threading that needle the whole time. Chaos Knights are great, well designed, good job. The army's cool. I don't prefer Vic's opinion on that army, but nope. I think I, like Chaos Knights are fine. They're, they're, they're sisters, they're actually. Dudes. They're fine. They don't even use the big guys. It's just like playing against another army, and it's like they have thirteen units. It's fine. 
They usually have more units than I do. Look at world leaders doing just just peachy. That's that's what world leaders do. Baby. You, you can do. see again they were one of the like death guard slate hit them exactly where they needed to be. Yeah, Anthony, yeah. when did you start playing them? Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> after the slate is the answer. You'll look at you'll notice a, a mild uptrend. Mm -hmm. Starting around whenever the weekend of Cali Cup was. Which is the first weekend in October, so no. Yeah, uh yeah. This is the first weekend of October. Uh, first weekend in November. It was the first weekend in November. Yeah, but then he didn't really play them after that. But he did play them at LGT, which was the second to last weekend of September. He did oh, give no, everybody the true. run. Actually. Fuck, that's the 22nd. That's right when they start going up. Yep, yep. All right, entirely Anthony's fault. Anthony, you have to stop playing them for a little while because they might go too high. That was when the 1975 came out, dude. That's the, that's oh. the beginning. Yeah, the, the 1975 one... is everywhere now. Yeah. That's one I'll yeah, click Yeah, Tao's fine. Tall. Up and then... Tao feels like it has too many units still, but I guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I played against uh, uh, Zach Como's uh, Breacher spam list this weekend, and it was very funny. You should get one Tetra for 80 points and not two. That's all I have to say. <laughs> no, no, no. They should be in units of one to two. If it's a unit of one, you get reroll ones. If it's a unit of two, you get reroll all hits. One so Tetra, 80... 80 points. That's no, no. They're 80 points each. Yeah, and they come in one. Redrum also get... makes a fair point, which is that Custodes got nerfed and the melee-centric army then got better. Yeah. Reasonable. Those are definitely related. It's related, I, but it's not 100% of the case. I still don't like playing Custodes with CSM, so... Why? It's not great. It's, just, it's still not great. It's not that it's a bad matchup. It's just unpleasant. I don't like having to deal with it. Says the CSM player? What? It's, like, it's eh, probably the least pleasant annoying. matchup for every army. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like, play, I don't like playing against Custodes ever, but, like... Custodes isn't, still isn't fun for a World Leaders player, I don't think. No, they're just not fun to play against with any army. They're, that's a mm. that army is a failure of design space on GW's half, but that's a different problem. Also, yeah, that's more of a nice problem as well. The, People are talking about Rhino. Play like chaos knights. Mm. Yeah, infantry-sized chaos knights. That's what they should be. There should be thirteen of them, and you should be like, "Fuck!" when you have to engage one of them. I like it. Fourteen wounds, forty mil base. Okay, so if anybody, if Maybe I see anybody, movies, like... if anybody at a tournament brings thirteen Joy Toy Custodes as an Imperial Knight Wall Dogs Army, that would be fucking sick. That would be awesome. I won't lie. I think I, from the, nerf, the nerf of the Custodes fight first strat. The problem is, is the way they did that. They did that real wrong because it screwed a lot of armies over. I don't like being able to do that strat multiple times. Literally, does fucking nothing. It doesn't. No, matter no, no, no. The, the nerf or... here was making it free. Oh, you sure. You can't make yeah. it free anymore. Yeah, yeah, that. Helped. Because the battle tactic change caused grief for so many other armies. I like. There's a lot of reasons I don't like that custody strat, but like, yeah. Ooh, I don't like that ability. <laughs> the eight pound and a rhino thing will never be not be funny though. It's crazy. It's you should gone. give up three, bring it down each. I, funny. I also put, I also printed a file that has an eight bound that you can put on top of the rhino opening. And I did print out two of them, one for each rhino did that you I'm painting. No, they're for me to play oh, with, oh. just to annoy you, we should, with. We should, have, we should like commission you to paint one up and send it to Nas. I will. If we want to do that, I'll send one to Nas. Sure. I don't care. 
whatever. Nasl just put it on like his his tank commander because he's not playing Rothiers anymore. So oh, that's true. I would Nasl accept didn't own the army. He borrowed it entirely. I kind of just want him to move it to transport to transport as he plays armies. So maybe I'll just paint paint just the dude and send it to him. Yeah, Chimera with an eight back coming out. Of the top. <laughs> say, I'm pretty sure Anthony will be at uh, at Alpine Cup Red Room. I absolutely will. I'd be disappointed yes. if he wasn't there. I would also be disappointed if I wasn't there. If you if we pair you, Radrom, we'll pair you directly into Anthony. 100%. No, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Promise. Who does pairings for this? If I have to play custodians, everybody again, but Anthony. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if I have to play custodians again at Alpine, this that happened last year. I had to play, I play Shadow Keepers last year. I was like, oh no! <laughs> you won, didn't you? Yeah, but that's not important. <laughs> That's not the point. He it's had to suffer. That's the, the important thing. part. The, the guy was so the, scared of Anthony's aura that he just lost the game because he was scared of engaging Anthony. No, that actually happened. The dude was like, I thought this was a bad matchup, so I just stayed in my table quarter. And I was like, yes, a bad matchup. <laughs> so what you're saying is Anthony just plays five rounds against Custodes. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll make Anthony play a practice game against Custodes on the Friday night. It'll be great. Nope, I just won't. I don't... This make Anthony do things line is terrible for everyone involved. We'll just start down 20 points by the second Custodes pairing, because I'll just be like, ah, I don't know what happened. It got crazy. All right, Ennis, do you want to do plugs? And then we'll just... No, but I will do them. We have a ton of them. Oh, do we? We built up three weeks worth? Okay. Well, there's like um, there's like a bunch of that are going to require us all to talk about stuff. Talk for two minutes while I jot down a list of the things I need to talk about. Uh, Anthony, pe people keep asking about the World Eater Mirror, so I just want you to talk about it again in this one brief segment. Oh, okay. You take the fight on death blessing, and then you pray. That's it. That's the whole thing. It, it, sh it, uh, it should be more involved than that. But assuming you're, like, on equal skill levels in the fight phase, which if you aren't, then, all right, you won. Uh, so, yeah. roll gooder. Yeah, then, yeah, fight on death mortar. Uh, you can also put Karn in the five-man in this matchup. Hmm. That's all I got. I do, I will say that you should watch Anthony play some world leaders because I watched Anthony play David for the team thing. Oh, I played that and game I was, badly. I know, but you were walking through it and you were like explaining all the combat movement stuff and I was actually having a really good time about that. Oh, cool. That's all. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes that game. Um, <laughs> it was super funny because I would say out loud, like, I should do this, and then I would just not, and then, like, go to the next thing that I was doing, and then I'd come back to it later and then get immediately punished for not having done that thing, and I'd be like, right. That part of the board that went out of my line of sight, because I moved the camera and forgot about. Nice. In, in, <laughs> in my game against Jeremy, I had a five-inch charge into two things that I could kill with Karn and some Berserkers, and a seven-inch charge if I could also hit the Wayleaper. Now I was like talking myself into the seven-inch charge so bad, and then rolled a five, and it was like <laughs> the only thing that matters in the Eldar game is not what you kill; it is just that you take their unit count and make it lower. And I mean that earnestly. It literally it was... does not matter at all. Like you could kill a swooping <laughs> Hawk Squad with Angron. Sick. 
Les Eldar on the board. Yep. It was a great game, and it I was... learned a lot. But it was really funny watching Jeremy just be very quiet, and then like watching me roll a five and being like, "That was great, bye." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oops, doodles." My my poor opponent this round, I killed Fuegan on Overwatch with Dev Sense, and then he didn't stand back up. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I got a better one for you in that game Please against don't. against Nathan. <laughs> um. Wagon lived through Karn fighting on death. I'm already after Fuegan had killed him. He lived through how many totals? Like five exalted eight bound activations. Mm-hmm. Like individual models, and then Angron walked up and said, "This is how it's done," and just one attack killed him. And he did pop right back up, and then and he then did walk. stand back up and go steal your home objective the next turn. But yeah, details. Yeah. Yes. I was really hoping the end of that was and then he popped back up and did 12 damage to Angron, but... He no, he try. actually, he did fail the initial save and I had a 6 showing and he was like, no, no, that's the CP reroll because you could... I'm not making myself roll 12 feel no pains on Angron. No, Angron died to... Oh, a Night Spinner. It was sustained Night Spinner fire. Of course, of course he did. It and did then take never came three back. Night Spinners. I, uh... Oh. There's no data sheet, I think, at this point that I hold more contempt for than the spinner. Yeah. I I, I played three of them and I felt dirty and it also felt really, really good. Yeah, they're like, uh, smash them with hammers. It's it's crazy that they have dev wounds to me still. Like I they like the twin linked actually doesn't bother me that much. The twin link bothers me because of the dev wounds. Yeah, but like yeah. in general. Right? It's just like, okay, you have twin length. That's stupid, but whatever. The the dev wound thing, like, really tilts me. They should. Just in new and exciting ways every time they activate. I love, Red, I love if they were going to fix the spinner, just remove dev wounds if they want to keep it as a utility piece, or remove the minus to move and keep the dev wounds. It, it should be moved, minus to move, mass in charge, like every other one of those platforms. It, that That's a bigger issue with them just not being consistent with how all those things get applied. It it should both lose dev wounds and be changed to minus yeah. two move advanced charge. Uh, the fact that some people sometimes I, I was speaking to a client that he was like, yeah, so the librarian dreadnought, you know, my toughness ten to up save model with eight wounds is a liability in the other matchup because it just dies to night spinners, like one night spinner sometimes just one shots it, and I'm like, how is that a remotely reasonable <sighs> yeah. statement? Yeah, yeah. feels good. That... We, we had a we had a local league Ooh. game that was resolved exactly like that. It was Eldar into Blood Angels. The other player was a little worried about the Blood Angels, and then we pointed out to him that he had a Libby dread that could die turn one to night spinners in the in card, and then ends ends up in his backfield. And the elder player did exactly that turn one. The yeah. dark angels it's or the blood so angels stupid. player back back line so that nothing could get into him, and then lost the librarian dread turn one and couldn't engage on the rest of the board now because everything was in his corner. Yeah, because uh, he was just relying on throwing units out every turn. I uh, fucking hate that. I hate that a lot. Yeah, and it's dumb. It, it shouldn't me... happen. It shouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh... Every time I look at Eldar Index. It's, it's bad. I mean, it's, Can we talk about War Spiders having dev wounds as well? That's also stupid. It Look, that one's dumb, but I'm just happy they didn't make it to live with Twin Links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paint Celestine, also great name, by the way, uh, did does point out as well is that for some reason the Falcon's fire support rule is better than every other fire support rule. Yeah. 
I, because it works yeah. until the end of the turn instead of the end of the shooting phase. Honestly, I would be down with them buffing like the land fort and the razorback that have that version because it's weird that it's just shooting. So whatever. But I, the immolator with that would be super fun. Sure, but that would be a cool thing for sisters melee, and that's fine because the only because archiflagellants wouldn't benefit at all, and the rest of it's just cool. So. I don't see the problem with that. Repentia wouldn't yeah. benefit either. So I guess it's just All Battle right. Sisters in combat. Yeah. yeah, and Zephyrin would gain nothing from it. So cool. Make the emulator have that. That's fine by me. Do the plugs in us. Okay, I have a list of the plugs. The first one is... Hey, thank you all for being with us and enjoying the show. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the show. There are 88 people watching right now, which is awesome for our first show back for the year. So thank you for being here. If you'd like to catch more stat check, youtube.com slash stat check is the place to go for that. You can see all of our back episodes, all of the bonus content that we did in the past, also all of the other shows on the network, which I'll be sharing more in their own separate section in a little bit. If you'd like to support the channel a little bit more, there's a few ways you can do that. If you're watching on the live stream, which is every week at youtube.com slash stat check, uh, you can chuck us a super chat, in which case we'll definitely make sure we answer your question on the stream if you have one. If you just want a longer some money through us that's completely fine too we will take the tax break um otherwise check out our patreon which is patreon.com slash stat check five dollars a month gets you access to our awesome awesome uh, awesome awesome community where we are talking about all kinds of things like combining magic with hating yourself and 40k with magic and all of the things that can come combined from that sort of things uh, that was today's conversation uh, we're also talking about how to replace elvio on your calendar with a bunch of other cool events uh, or you can take part in our vibe check league which is coming up to a close we're just finishing up the five the fifth round of the team event and we should be starting up our new event for everybody in the data slate season so if you want to get involved with that then do check that out we should be starting that up sometime next month we have we had a thousand dollar canadian prize pool for this one we should be expecting to have about the same 500 for the next one as well. So if that's something that interests you, do come and check that out. That is provided to us by our wonderful sponsors at Red Dragon, red-dragon.ca, who can provide, you can get a 20% discount code if you come through the StatCheck Patreon, or you can just check out their awesome website. They deliver internationally for all kinds of things, 40K, other board games, pretty sure they do magic cards, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can also find our merch there, stuff like the dice and objective markers, as well as the new mats, which are super awesome. And a bunch of people have been sending us pictures of those. And frankly, they're super cool. Um, and I really, really need to get my hands on like five. Um, and I need to speak to Dan and make that happen because they're so cool. And they have our logo on them and that makes everything better. More stuff that has our logo on it, check out Wayland Yutani. Uh, you can check them out. You can use our code StatCheck5 to get 5% off on your orders there. They're the guys that provide all the WC terrain. You can also get GW terrain, a bunch of other stuff like that. Um, they are a Europe-based company, so if you're looking for getting some StatCheck stuff that's uh, a little more local for you, do check that out, but they do, again, deliver internationally. And you can check out Saltar Games on Etsy. They make a bunch of stuff for us, like uh, objective tokens and deep strike gauges, measuring gauges, all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure they have a web store coming up soon, uh, which I will be updating the link for in that when we have that sorted, but that should be coming in the next few weeks or so. Actual stat check things, you can check out our other two shows, End of the Matrix and X and 1. End of the Matrix is our show that's all about team events and doing better at the very, very top end of 40k, going through matrixes and team events and, you know, really prepping yourself for stuff like WTC or Alpine Cup or any of those other events that you hear us talking about all the time because, frankly, we love them. X and 1 is the other show that we, which we produce, which is produced by Stat Check, which is the show all about being better at 40k while also having other life commitments that show because of those other life commitments is going to be going to a monthly basis until at least after wdc um so tim and cliff will be doing a monthly show from now on instead of other, every other two weeks but fear not there is going to be a replacement in the calendar which we will be announcing in the next few weeks we have a new show coming to stat check which you should expect to hear news about in february after lvo so if you want to hear even more awesome stuff from some minds that have been 
you know, around the community for long enough that we have a ton of respect for them. We'll be bringing some, some new people on board to talk all sorts of stat-related crap. Lastly, stat-check.com is the website that you can go to to find all of our stuff, whether you're looking for the ELO, the CRS, all that kind of stuff, or you're looking for coaching from either myself or Typhus, stat-check.com. Why can I not say that today? Stat-check.com slash coaching is your place to be for all that kind of stuff, or drop us an email at coaching at stat-check.com. It was just Thank going you so to much. Melanus. I know, I was really worried. We Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening to the vlogs. Uh, I really appreciate it. It's a painful time of week for me every week. I hope it's the same for you, but that you can get something out of it. Thank you so much, everybody, for being with us again. We are going to go now into the show questions. As I said, if you are in the in the YouTube chat right now, chuck us a super chat if you want to make it, if you want to guarantee you get asked. Otherwise, leave it there and we'll get to it if we have time. Otherwise, show questions channel in our Discord, which you can access if you are a patron, is the place to be. Let's roll on. I've not even looked at these this week. I didn't know there were loads. I'm now worried. We should, Nathan, uh, take us away. We should change the right. stat check like website coaching link to be like stat check.com slash purple burglar alarm or something awful for Ennis to pronounce. I can say purple burglar alarm. It's really <laughs> yeah, fine with that one. Yeah. I don't have that for kind some of Scottish reason, accent. I'm sorry. Yeah. For some reason, Ennis is fine with that and not just that dash check.com. <laughs> Never mind. Don't change it. Just leave it how it is. <laughs> we've already found, we've already found Ennis's weakness. We don't need to make it. I'm going to have to start saying hyphen instead, like some kind of. All right, Ennis, All right. before Me. we start questions, say the line that I just put in our backstage chat. God, this is going to be awful. <laughs> is this going to make any sense, or are you just throwing words together? It's a bra bricht munlich nicht nicht. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's All kick right. it off. Show questions. Like Anna said, if you want to ask questions, you can either send us a super chat or you can put them in the Patreon Discord where we are going to grab them. If I don't see them when I scroll through later, you won't get your question answered. Or if I get tired, we won't answer your question. Or if I hate your question in the Patreon Discord, we also might not answer it. Or if Ennis has to go to bed. That, yeah, as well. I want right. never happened, but yeah, it could. It hasn't, been, but it could. It could. Um, some of these are pretty long, so we're going to do our best. Uh, Adam Parmenter has the first question, which is tips for first-time teams at ITT. If you play against a team that you know has a lot more experience than you, embrace some coin flips and watch them sweat. That's the team. That's the other team's calling strategy. Shuffle your cards and lay them out on the in front and say, "Pick your pick your poison." No, no, no. Literally, just no, no. Yeah, that's not right. Literally, just look for mirrors and coin flips where you could be like, "If I go first and play on the line, you lose." Um, Volatility is your friend when you're not favored. That applies to teams. It applies to singles. If you yep. are not as good as your opponent, try some stuff. And you got nothing to lose. Get in there and get weird, kids. Typhus asks, if you were a main character from the last movie you watched, how fucked would you be? What is the last movie I watched? The last movie I watched was Dracula Untold, I think. It wouldn't be good. But I would yeah, just I do the same thing he did, so it'd be alright. I, I would definitely really die in the Winter Soldier. So, I guess the last show, I'm currently re-watching The Expanse, so I guess I'd be James Holden. I would be so fucked. Man, if we're going with shows, I was watching a 90s documentary. That would be very strange. <laughs> I mean, that would be super easy. Just live it again. It'd be fine. No, just being um, a man with 2024 knowledge in the 90s is fucking jokes. 
Truth. I would I would buy so much so much cryptocurrency to to sell right you away. Fuck cryptocurrency. You buy Amazon stock and just be True. done. All right, and then the next person is Kyle N, who says, "Do the stats back up the Art of War tier list, which is this? Oh, which, we're doing one of these. It's gonna it be one of these real, episodes. It got real pixelated on my screen. I'm glad it looks a little better on the stream. I page. mean, you can tell what these are. This is fun. yeah. You can at least tell what these. Well, they are actually used the codex the... icons instead of their oh god, whatever those were. So thank you, Quinton. Yes. I don't know. I like the old way. It was funnier. Just, um, I like never able to tell what any of the factions were. Yeah. This um, one looks fine. I think Votan are too low. Are low. I think Death Guard are too high. I think Guard is too low. That's probably about it. I can move a bunch of stuff a tier or like a tier up or a tier down, but I don't disagree with anything like the most egregious hard. one is definitely Votan. <laughs> yes, yeah, Votan there's no way Votan are like that low. Top half of orange, but it's not like super trolling if you're not a huge fan of them. Tower probably also higher, but no, I think Tower's fine where they are. Tower very good. They're just not fucking converting. I mean, this looks mostly fine to me. Like you guys, it might shift one or two things like around, but it's like fine. Yeah. I oh, do their label know? their labels make me really confused sometimes because one just says pointy headgear. And I'm like, okay, true, fair. I would still also have Eldar over CSM, but demons are also literally Death Guard hand me downs. Like they go in that box. Like that's what their job is. Yeah. They're not a real army anymore. Yeah. They're a Bellacor data sheet and a dream and Godspeed for that. Yeah. And that dream is a nightmare. <laughs> I'm really curious to see how they're gonna address their balance without they like, need completely. To we just talked about this a bunch actually in the in like Team USA. Um they need to death guard them. because uh, you can't point fuck them too much because they're like yeah, you gotta unless, change, like, unless you change their ally rules. You gotta just give mm -hmm. like every god rule, every god a buff to the data sheets. Just like, yeah, if you're playing pure demons, corn stuff gets this, zine stuff gets this, blah 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 down the line. So it or makes like the whichever one your warlord is or something like that. Makes the data sheets yeah. better without actually making yeah, them better exactly. as allies. Yeah, that could work exactly. as well. But that's what Next. the attachments are gonna do. 99% chance. So the next question is from Nas, who asks, just one rhino bruv is Nas's new name it's if you could be any primarch why would it always be sanguinius he had it pretty rough isn't he dead <laughs> yes it wouldn't be sanguinius i would pick gilliman because gilliman had his own little freaking empire that he ran and that's it i don't know about pick that gilliman. one I definitely would not pick gilliman i'd rather be one of the ones that was always alive rather than the ones that like died a bunch choose the lion because he was like just sleeping not actively dead reasonable all the chaos ones are terrible. Like they're all bad. Whoa! Like, like Angron's Whoa! only Angron's only good experience was when the psychic engine blew up, and he experienced like five seconds of bliss, and then was plopped back onto a planet to murder things. Yeah, that's when Anthony wins a GT. That's. We're just going to go to the next question because no answer will beat that one. Yep. Um, Truman asks, my, says, or asks, my brother and I have been playing the game for 20 years together and he's finally going to his first RTT, usually casual and crusade vibes. What's your advice for helping him see the joy in tournament play and expectation setting during a day he'll likely go 0-3? I want him to go to more events in the future. Did you just call your brother shit? 
<laughs> Very politely, yes. Um, do you often a... go Owen three person asking this question? Like, what's the dynamic like between when you and your brother play? I feel like it's hard to set expectation without knowing, right? I like, think getting him to focus on the tournament experience itself, meeting new people, making new friends, just rolling dice together with people that you would don't normally play is what you're going to want to have him focus on and not ask him, hey, did you win that game? But rather, hey, what did you like about that game? What did you find enjoyable? Give me, like, by having him reinforce good memories about the day, regardless of whether he went 0-3 or 3-3. and Sorry, 3-0. and Looks like it's not trending well, whatever it is. One of the, the really <laughs> fun things about event play is compared to casual play is that you get to go into the game with everybody having the same expectations and if you're somebody that doesn't have a ton of experience with that or you know you're used to playing with like a very close friend group going in and being like we don't have to have that pregame conversation of like what are you playing with what are you doing and you don't have that sort of level of imbalance you go in and you're like hey i might just be playing the cool stuff and also by the time that he's lost one or two games he if he does he will be playing somebody else who has also lost one or two games and will have the same level of understanding and expectation so unless he is truly terrible which frankly is unlikely if so he's been playing for 20 years like there's some level of heuristics in there he'll just focus on the like meeting people playing games and just getting to play the game like focusing on playing warhammer for what warhammer is not for the stuff that you can add around it because as a pure game like there's a ton of a ton of joy to be found in 40k Go get a cool lunch too while you're there. Like, make it a positive experience. It's one of the best. Uh, 100%. Ben asks, What's on your food or food place to try bucket list? For me, um, I just want to go to a three star Michelin, like a three Michelin star restaurant. And there's one in Chicago that I'm going to try to go to in June after I get my promotion at work. Um... There, that's mine. I don't think I have anything too crazy offhand. Oh, the beef case. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy the beef case itself, though. Like the brief I, case. I want beef. I mean, if they let me keep it, I will. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, they need to take it for their pairings cards at WTC. They're just going to open up the beef case, yeah. pull out their pairings yeah. cards. Hope they clean also, it. Tim's in there. <laughs> yeah. No, it will not be cleaned. All right. The next question is from Dan F. Who says, "How many pounds of Butterfingers remain?" I have one full box left, like one full thirty-six pack. I think we went through seventy-two in three weeks, um, and then I gave thirty-six. Very powerful. Pounds. There might be more left in the house. Like there might be a box of like fifteen or something somewhere, but we've not really been refilling it because we've we've not been refilling the top that we were putting them into because all the Christmas sweets are in there now. So it's just been like the Butterfingers have dropped in the priority list. They're no longer novel. Um, I don't think I've had a butterfinger in like two weeks. So, so what you're saying is he needs to send you more. No, yeah. there's a full box of 36 in my cupboard that I'm like every day. Every day I wake up and I can just see a box of butterfingers. And I'm like, we're working to not be eaten, to not eat you every day. It's my challenge to myself. <laughs> the next question is from Sean Jin Jin Juice. I'm just skipping AJ, you rude Yeah, you skipped over AJ. Oh, I did. I'm sorry, I missed it. That's my fault. AJ says, what is the preferred terrain setups and why? I'm sorry, AJ. WTC or GW. I find they're both fine. Same. Either is fine. I prefer WTC, but GW works. Yeah. I actually play like 90% of my games on WTC layouts now. I don't know. Uh, you can guess. 
Yeah. Like I, all my all my local games are played on WTC train, but like this weekend I'm going to a GW event and I'm perfectly happy with that. Uh, UKTC, I have played one game on it since the 10th came out, and I'm meh. It's funny, because I do prefer WTC boards, but the uh, feeling of, like, taking the training weights off Angron's fucking speed machine when I go back to GW boards is pretty wild. Like, he is a lot faster <laughs> when you can just be like, way over the ruins. Playing play ball predators on WTC boards and then on on GW boards was a very different experience. Yes. <laughs> There's like, definitely what a do you mean I can doing... hide and move? Yeah. Yeah. You're just doing some wild turning math with Angron on fucking WTC maps, and it's very silly. I do definitely prefer my Sagittars on GW boards because they fit perfectly in every single little spot that's available where the ruins aren't. <laughs> All right, now I do a lot of this hand motion when I play with Angron on WTC boards. I'm doing a lot of like he's gonna go like over there. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we'll make it. I promise. Drop two off his movement anytime you move in between ruins, and you're fine. Honestly, yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) your opponent across the table from you has a Calidus in his list. When you go to deploy, he opens a box that contains one 32 millimeter base infantry model from every faction and places down the one appropriate for your army. Are you giving this guy a high five or are you reporting him to the TO for modeling for advantage because if, of the Calidus? If you report him to the TO for modeling for advantage, you deserve to get beat up. <laughs> I'm taking the metal say, to Nottingham, so... <laughs> I would say if somebody opened up a beefcase and just pulled out the appropriate model, you then know that what? would be If they actually open up a box and there's like 21 different models in there to reflect what they're, you're playing against to, to show like the polymorphin, whatever it's called that she has... I think mm-hmm. that's actually really cool. If they don't match my Space Marine chapter's color scheme, I'm reporting them. If they okay, do, they're 26 <laughs> of them. Then. I hate you. I hate you so much. I, uh... All right. No, no. The, um, the, the, the trick, Anthony, is you do a tech marine because they're all red. <laughs> there you go. They can do a librarian, too. They're all blue. Exactly. Oh, they can't do black templates. You just got to be clever about it. You can do an apothecary. Mm-hmm. But if you just got a tactical marine that's no, like you can't do color Marines. and I'm playing Dark Angels, F you. No one should play Space Wolves. That's wolves. a good point. <laughs> All right, Brendan. If asks, their Calidus has a drilled butthole, it's fine. If they're uh, oh come on, Innes, <laughs> get out! Furry Innes <laughs> arrives on camera. For Brendan, Brendan asks, with the data slate coming up soon, what's the one change you want to see made in the slate? Data slate every three weeks. <laughs> Legends, Eldar. No, just like the whole thing. Serious I, answer. Fix uh, indirect. My serious answer is make it so that the Incarn can't charge after teleporting. Replace Battle Host with just a detachment with no rules at all. No strategies. <laughs> no <one has. laughs> it's just, it You get still, the data sheets and that's it. would it. still win like It would still be like a 50% win rate if they game. change nothing else. You get data sheets and fate dice and that's it. That's all Eldar get. It'd still be fine. That's the problem. Yes. Um, all right. Next question is from Nikki D. If I like how we're just not with... answering that for just anyway. <laughs> I, I answered it for real. I gave a real answer. <laughs> I did too. I think Anthony uh, I brought up the legends. <laughs> I just want to see the 1975 point list increased by 25 point lists, 25 points on the Berserker Glaive. No, no, itself. no. I want to see it go up 30 <laughs> points just to see what happens. <laughs> Why? Because I like I like chaos. Just That's not that kind of chaos. No, I was like going to say, apparently you don't, though. <laughs> That's also not even particularly chaotic. That's just like, oh man, I got nerfed. I got to change some stuff now. Like, 
All if right. your pet were to play 40k, what faction would best represent their personality? Oh, Pickles would play Custodes. <laughs> Fargus would play Nids. Those of you that uh... know my cat will understand that reference. The rest of you... Unlike. Logan is 100% a uh, Emperor's Children player. The only model that one of my cats has tried to steal is a Tau Empire Commander. So I'm going to say Tau because that's the only model that they've stolen so far. Yeah. All Fargus cares about is food and his mother. Tyrant, it's Space Wolves. <laughs> Space Wolves. <laughs> that changes the relationship with Russ a lot. Daddy never came back. All he got is mom. All right. Frank asks, what are some of the first things you do to your list after reviewing a balance data slate? And then second part is, do you immediately try to jam in any new hotness or do you just tweak what you're comfortable with and then go from there? I see if it's legal and if it is, I play it again. And yeah. if it sucks now, I'm sad. And I have a lot of practice with this from Drakari. Write <laughs> 500 like, new lists and change them all. <laughs> don't Don't do that. That Innis is really good at Warhammer. That is terrible advice. Don't do that. A select few of the population can do that. Innis is one of them. Look, I just take every faction that. I own and write a list for every model in my army that changed. Be like, which one looks best? And play that. Specifically, you're not allowed to give that advice to Frank. <laughs> I, in, in all seriousness, what I'll generally do is I'll look at the faction that I'm currently playing. If I want to stick with that faction, first I'll evaluate, did it get hit too hard? which can be difficult to figure out at first. I ran into that problem with Admech uh, at the tail end of uh, their ninth edition run when the slate hit them and we got we got Thick City out of it of Drukari and Admech just got punted into the sun. I ran them for two more events and immediately realized it was a bad idea. Um, and so don't do that. But at least look at it as, you know, similar to what Anthony said, does your current list still work? Is it functional? Did it ha Does it have to change substantially? Like, for example... I joke about the, the 1975 list going up 30 points. That list probably still functions with some minor tweaks. It's just not going to be as, you know, it's obviously not going to be as good, but it's a question of, did the stuff that hunted you above also get worse? Then you solo master of executions with the berserk, with the, with the favored. He would, be, he would be a lot less good by himself. <laughs> oh, with favored instead of the juggernaut? Uh, I will, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> That enhancement works in reserves, but like <laughs> not in the transport. No, no, he's just gonna be in reserves till turn three, and I'm gonna hope Angron dies before then. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like <laughs> when he eventually shows up, he's gonna just be like, hey guys, and just like in a corner. Maybe drops a homers. Um but yeah, just basically I, I will usually try to make small tweaks to what is currently working, because that usually has been the the product of like fifty or sixty games with the faction. Unless they've done something and like completely taken my list out back, like what happened with Deathwing, where I was only running twenty Terminators, but those twenty Terminators immediately became so worthless to me. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was a tough, tough change. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, that was certainly one of the adjustments Games Workshop has made. <laughs> it might yeah. be the single biggest like individual like nerf to a data sheet that we've ever. That wasn't like an uh, army change, like just getting maybe. Whatever the fuck they did to Levy between the release and where it landed. Yeah, but that was done in so was, like, many iterations. For the individual one of Deathwing Terminators just lose that role might be the biggest individual one, given that they were toughness four at the time. I guess. Yeah. Especially since they also they kept the can't fall back side of their rule. 
Yeah. The overrun change in hive targets might be the might be the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like, did your army get invalidated? Yes. Okay, maybe you start from scratch. No? Small tweaks. Play with it a little bit. Don't change too much. Play into some of the newer armies that are coming out. See where you go. Frank, just list spiral. It's fine. I promise. The Na Nasa's question, because he has another one, is when will Jeremy get the nickname Papa Grudge? And I changed right his now. nickname to Papa Grudge. <laughs> while they wax philosophic about that so i don't know uh, if the, answer, the, the strict answer to that is i will actually you know i don't know maybe intend an event with that as my nickname if i win the utc finals this weekend let's go nice. i like it jake b asks how would you each fill the time in an eight-hour road trip carpool to a 40k tournament depends on where the tournament is and who I'm uh with. eight hours am i traveling with someone yeah your carpool. It's, it's a carpool, so probably am. Um, quite simply, we are going to be reading through the lists of everyone in attendance and fine. figuring out who we're going to get kicked, get our asses kicked by. I think the last time I carpooled with somebody was with Anthony. That was the last time I carpooled an extensive period of time to get to an event. Oh, yeah. I forget that that and, whole, like, two-week window happened. Way more all often I, than I'm proud of. All I did was take an edible and, like, sleep. Yo, that <laughs> shit... <laughs> Perfect. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, except for the Brandon. part where we got ah. pulled up. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're in joke spiraling. Sorry. I, I right. tend to Sorry. like alternate between interacting with human beings and introverting out on my phone playing like Snap or reading a book, depending on whether I'm in the front or back. Uh, sometimes in the front as well, though. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Look, this is just here going and He's like, I can answer this question for Innis in real time. I am an introvert. I, eight hours of social interaction is like my personal it's a lot. Like it's my personal hell. <sighs> not gonna lie. Um, if it's in like if I'm like in the back and there's a interacting, nap occasionally. Um, if we're going to a team event, matrixes. Everybody does matrixes. Yeah, I think in most situations you're alternating through a few different activities because eight hours is a long time. That was fucking funny, man. Uh, that was good. Good job, Chris. Mm -hmm. All right, Simon has a ne the next question, which is, what would the most obnoxious list for Kevin Zollinger to be hiding in the German championships? How much okay, so actual advantage here is yeah. there was a GT this weekend, this past weekend, uh, the Vienna Tabletop Championship, which was won by Kevin Zollinger, who he's been doing exceptionally well for the last God knows how long. It sucks um, that he's good because he's also good looking. It's the worst. He is. <laughs> He's, and he's pleasant. Yeah, and he's nice. It really blows. I'm terrible that he's a good person and good at 40k. Yeah, it really it. sucks. I hate when I can't people get mad are at him. Yeah, what the fuck? You can't have all the things. It's not okay. But anyway, so what happened this weekend was he won the Vienna Tabletop Championship, but his list was not in BCP at all. The TO had basically scrubbed the list from from the event, um, and also he was apparently playing like he was playing what he's been playing for a while, which is uh, Black Templar's Ironstorm. But he's listed as playing Orc. So this came out when Meta Monday did their article. Um, I, whenever I see something like this where someone has had their list edited, I'd reach out to people who have been at the tournament or the TO and be like, "What did they actually run?" Just so I can make sure the stats are right. And so it just led to some discussion about like, is it appropriate to hide lists going leading into an event like this? should a player be given that kind of freedom and it's it's nothing new so long as the players at the event had access to his list i see no issue with this we don't it, like it there's been we, like events where there's been like redacted for team america and redacted for team england and stuff like that like yeah i was just gonna say weird. we had the same thing with um eric forsman's gsc list at uh you know like 
three weeks before before G before WTC, where his list was actually in BCP for the weekend, and then was removed the minute that the event was over, which is perfectly I think fine. I think it's like fine, but it's also like how much for a GT level thing. I just don't understand how much advantage you're getting for the German championships out of your list being you know what? in the wild. I think it's like hilarious. Go for it, Kevin. The funniest thing for him to be hiding would be that he's just playing the same list as he's always been playing. That would be the best. He's just doing it for the absolute to just like he's got a teammate like um, Andreas Gerrschlager or something like that that's going as well, that's got, like, the wildest stuff, but Kevin is drawing all the attention and playing the same thing anyway, so that Andreas, mm -hmm. nobody looks at him. I think, I hope that's, <laughs> oh, dude, that's what's happening. That would be very That fun. would be the best. And do you think there is a tangible advantage to doing that? It doesn't no. matter. There is. Right. What? There just is. Like... There's no I don't think there is. I think it's. I think he's actually at a disadvantage if he hid his list and attended a, an event the week before, because then everyone who is at that event, who is friends with people that he played, can then say, "How did he play his list?" Yeah, but if the lists lock are aligned such that like list reveal for one is before the other, it is only an advantage. Like I think that the list locks were the same day. I don't think it helps much, but it helps a small amount. It's funny. Why not? Yep. Marshall asks, what was your favorite egg of the holiday break? Eggnog. Alcoholic. I actually strangely didn't have like any egg, like actual egg foods over the weekend, over like the holiday break. The closest I got was fruitcake that my dad makes, which has eggs in it. I, I guess how bind it together. Chips and egg, which was pretty solid. Yeah, no, the egg wash that goes on bread. That's the closest thing to eggs that I've eaten this uh, last three weeks. More funny was the I'm meal I had. To count that. More, more funny was the meal that I had with my wife's parents where we had a uh, tater tot hot dish and green bean casserole at the same meal. That's some Midwest just, shit, though. I was just going to say, you are so Midwest right now. That was very... I was looking at it and I was like, I haven't had two casseroles in a meal at the same time for a long time. <laughs> Um, and if you, if for people not in the Midwest, just Google tater tot hot dish and you'll figure out what that is real quick. You might be sad once you're done. I'm choosing to move it's like a lasagna, but the layers are like tater tots instead of like pasta or something like that. Tater tots and freedom. Basically, yes. American right, freedom. Next... <laughs> Overly <laughs> processed and freedom. somewhat under, under delivered. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, no, it's Team Canada list. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. You want, scrim, you want to scrim us then? <laughs> no prisoners taken from Innis, apparently. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Jason asked, what, if any, goals have you set yourself for 2024? So everybody is supposed to answer this question, apparently. I'd like to not die at a tournament again this week, so I've been trying to take better care of myself. That's about it. Dude, WCW was tough for the boys. <laughs> Our hotel room was just having a struggle. Yeah, I'd like to not spend three or four months of the year sick with respiratory diseases. Uh, but on the 40K side, uh, I would like to play for Team Canada and for Team Canada to win more more rounds than we draw. Lofty. Good goals. Oh, dang. <laughs> Anthony, what are your goals for 2024? Um... 
isn't it win wtc yeah just, i think yeah, it's i was gonna just say it's win wtc with team america there's no question there. yeah i mean that's that's definitely one of them uh i would like to get first at every team event i attend for the year that would be my uh and that is like very doable given the roster of so that's what nonsense pyra, pyra euro trash alpine wtc champions and cup. then champions cup champions cup the 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 roster for Champions Cup is dumb. Oh, I gotta talk to Rose Fighter. Yes, you do. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, just if I if I win all of those, I think I retire. <laughs> like <laughs> I think that's it. I think we did it. I think we won. Like I just did everything. And then walk out. <laughs> oh, no, the the model for this year is like hobby and health. Anthony, you can't. We have to do three outlines. That's oh, true. that's true. And I also really want a back-to-back -back WTC because it's never been done. Or it's been done once. There you go. It's goals. Yeah, it's been done once. Germany, the Germans did 2014-15, yeah. Yeah. Because we spoke about that at Cali Cup, didn't we? Yep. Right. So I need, I need a three on WTC, so I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah, you're going to be here a while. Yeah. <laughs> you, might, you might have some, like, stop starts as well. That's the worst part. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a couple, yeah. like, twos, and I'm going to be really mad about it on the third year. Yeah, you'd have to play seven custodies lists in the last one. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, we're just going to put them on custodies because that way no one no, gives them the that's mirror. That's Lennon's job. No, yeah, we can't. We're not allowed to win WTC without John on custodies. It's, part, it's in the painting contract. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, Dakota asks, when's Old World stat check? We've know. not told you what the February show's about yet. Yeah. It's not that, make, but we haven't told Make you. a more interesting game and universe, and I'll be it's, there. I mean, the universe is dope. I'm super into the universe. The game, I think, can be good. I think that they're just a little light on factions. I could be into it, though. Bring out uh, the high elf models again, and I'll buy in. I'm just the, uh, Access to a new local really like reinvigorated my ability to care about games that aren't 40k. Um, like, I'm going to have <laughs> someone build up all my flesh eater courts, like, for realsies, um, to, like, you know, actually use them at, like, local stuff. Like, I have a local that supports all the games now, so it's reasonable for me to play them. So there's like a decent chance I'll fuck around with that a bit. It just seems very unlikely that whatever is released for Old World will live up to the raw, unadulterated awesomeness of Flesh Eater Courts and Sigmar. Yeah. So uh, I just Dan is starting off a Old World Escalation League at the Dragon, and I just looked yeah. at that. Part. Yeah. Uh, that could be dangerous. Salt yeah. on Get on it. Yeah. I think our store is doing one too. I'm just like, I can't. I don't have the time for it anymore. I just want to yeah. win a GT this year. Like, that's that's the oh, goal yeah. for this year is to go to and win a GT. You know, we're goal. You'll have backpacks on your models. You'll be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> I still wouldn't have won my game against Thousand Sons where the most important play of the game failed a morale check and didn't get to do anything. Just be better. Fair. I just need to roll better at the dice. That's okay. That's not what I said. Um, I said be better. I wish all the Death Watch players were better at WTC. It would have been great. It's reasonable. Probably would have been better if I had done more than like two practice games with that army. Probably. Same for us. No worries, man. I still I still beat um beat somebody on a national team with Death Watch. So I don't know. I'm still <laughs> In the mirror. So yeah. I think it's fine. Uh, Logan asks, when does Anthony start his foray into comp kill team? Spanish dominance has gone on for too long. Uh, are, are you going to try comp? Game? 
I think they actually are right now. Yeah. I think veteran I, guardsmen are the best army in that game right now. Or because I can uh, orcs were I, for a while as well. The commander the, kill team. The thing with kill team is that it lets me do a thing that I've wanted to do, which is pay someone like way too much money to get like seven really nicely painted models done and be like, "That's my boys." But I only really want to do that for like Harlequins. So it's difficult for me to give a shit about a lot of the other random stuff that pops up in Kill Team. Um, Harleys are probably the only army that has like that much universal appeal for me. But we'll see. Drakari, right? I like Drakari a lot, but I'm not like super into the troops in Drakari. Like I, I love Drakari, but I'm not like like racks are cool, and then like. Cabal it's more the arm, the Cabal army that, you like, that appeals to you. Yeah, Cabalites do almost nothing for me. It's like the leaders and the elites and you know all the other shit that like is cool in Jakari. That's fair. The next question is from another question from Jake, which is our Logan, actually, I guess, still, Logan has a second guy. question because I just got distracted by the answer to the first question, which is if you had a day to practice for a tournament but no one to practice for, uh, what's better to? I would assume with what's better to prep with. Going over terrain in TTS, self-hammer games are just rereading your stuff. Uh, I credit most of my success at LGT to going over the terrain in TTS beforehand. Granted, I did this with Brian, but, like, yeah, could have done that solo. Like, the ability to, like, know where I was deploying and what my first turn looked like does not require often an opponent, depending on the list. And the ability to do that in advance was, like, huge for like mostly honestly my mental just being able to go into a game being like that's just the matchup you know where your shit has to go there's limited options just put it in the places that it needs to be that's it it's also so easy to get pickup games on tts if that's the thing that you need reps for just just do that there are plenty just, of communities i would there. argue it's pretty difficult sometimes to get like practice games on tts of value but that's for you i'm sure you, it depends but, where you're at with your game i just meant like it's really easy to be like looking for a picket game of tts and then end up in like tts hell of like oh that model's 0. 0.062 over the right. in the good just, communities like yeah. ours yeah. or Copenhammer <laughs> or maybe try hard get a pickup game against like liam vsl or something in our discord it could happen it's happened to some people i've seen in our discord yeah you get rooshed. yeah and then sometimes you get stuck with nas <laughs> yeah sometimes you do get stuck with nas it's true nas i will for his credit nas is wonderful to test with i will give him that shout yes. out. nothing else about him is at all pleasant but that <laughs> yeah. as long as you have no chess clock there to prevent you from looking up his rules nas is great to play against I don't know. Uh, Jake asks his question, uh, which is, when does Anthony start his foray into comp underworlds? <laughs> Canadian dominance. Same Canadian thing. dominance has gone on for too long. Anthony, what does the flesh of course underworld team look like? Oh, I actually we don't got know. Cool looking models, actually. I think. I Go and have a look. That. Go and have a look. All the, all the underworld picture teams with us. are pretty cool looking. <laughs> I like the furious it's typing. The Grimwatch. Oh, it's oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, oh that's a shit. Yeah, it's, it's like crypt ghouls. It's like shitty old crypt ghouls and a couple bats. It's real bad. Swing and a miss. Yeah, fair. Heartbreaking. Um, for context, Jake asked it because Canada came down and apparently won a decent chunk of the U.S. golden tickets. The, oh, wonders do cool that. Block. They also were like the team to beat at the WCW. 
there is an outside chance that they release oh this is gonna get real real like deep cut nerdy but we'll go here uh i <laughs> loved dark elves and fantasy and i actually really like the theoretical direction they have in sigmar because they're the realm of shadow and going into sigmar malekith got fused with his dragon so their leader is like a giant shadow dragon elf so if that got a faction in yeah look at Amos. that's how i feel if that got a faction i'd be in because that's like all the things i love about drakari plus dragon so if it is if, the worst thing about 40k is that there are not dragons in this game dragons make a void bad. dragon that is not a dragon that's not a the dragon? shard of the void dragon <laughs> there's How? fire dragons what the nope. fuck anyway i'm just gonna pretend he didn't Nathan, say that. you're wrong and you should feel bad for your opinions <laughs> oh about dragons God. and your classification of dragons frankly i'm embarrassed <laughs> but he said it, I mean, it could be a, a fantasy dragon i am embarrassed on your behalf Nathan. just move to the next question <laughs> um <sighs> uh, the hell is not a dragon the hell drake adam is... stop stop <laughs> adam asks Anyone had the pleasure of playing against Ultra Move Blocks Guitari Hunter cohort? Um, I assume that's like the massive amount of transports full of Rangers one that I've seen popping up about. I'm, like I'm still recovering from the last thing that we just said. What was the question? <laughs> Any, has anyone played against the Ultra Move Blocks Guitari Hunter cohort? Oh, um, yeah, strategies the and shit. Yeah, and it's, well, it's also a fuck ton of Vanguard, which reduce your OC by one. Yeah, and then the question after that, more than one OC. Well, they it still goes to your... zero. OC can be modified to zero. Yeah, they knock it to zero because there's no rider that it doesn't. So mm-hmm. they're uh, that's actually kind of spooky. spooky. Yeah, like that's you're cool. not dead, but you might as well become your command face. The other question is, how do you deal with wall of bodies armies? Essentially, yeah, like move apply gun enemies. liberally to head generally. Yeah, apply chain, uh, same thing, but with Hit chain Hit them axe. real hard with something. Yeah. yeah there, I, I was talking to, and we had uh, one of our one of our, one of of our our coaches for Team Canada, Phil, was running uh, Skatari Hunter Cohort this weekend at our store championships. And he's playing into uh, Ryan, a World Leaders player. And Ryan kept looking at the stats and everything and, and freaking out. And I said, no, 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 here's the trick. When you're playing a dad mech, you just don't respect them. Yep. Just apply... Bullet to bullet to head or 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 chain axe to to throat, and they disappear. It's also the same trick yeah. for uh, beating sisters. You just can't let them gaslight you into waiting till turn three to do it. If you do that, you're fucked. It's over. You lost. The trick of the sisters is you can't give them that turn where you kill like four chaff units and they get like seven miracle dice and then they kill you. You have to like kill them on the same. Yeah, time you just that. everybody in all at the same time. Sisters can kill the shit out of two of your dudes. Like two units are. Mega dead. Just I don't care who they are. They're not going to be there no more. Jeremy, so, we're not playing in Canada. We're playing real sisters players. <laughs> <laughs> well, I right. think Jeremy's the sisters player in this example. I know he is. That's why oh. I'm not respecting him either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, can we start tracking distance traveled for competing this year? This is another question. Oh, man. I'm going to be the fucking goat. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah, players who travel more? Almost anyone else beat. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's do players have more Euro touch further generally climb ELO faster or have a higher rating. How many what? I, How so many Euro events did you do this year? Uh, five. Five? Jesus. 
2023, I did... I mean, I can just look. It's in here. Alpine, UT, Alpine, WTC, LGT, and... Did you do Nottingham? No. I'm looking. Hold on. I might be bleeding the end of last year. I think it might have been four. I'm looking on my own in a second. I did three US events this year, but you'll do a lot more travel internally in the US. That too. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's an interesting question. Maybe we will. We'll track it via Anthony. That's what we're going to do because I don't. (laughs) We're just going to. Anthony, just send us your miles and we'll just add them to a spreadsheet. For me, it gets funny when you add in my judging work. Hmm. That barely yeah. counts. It's not. Play. Yeah, no, it's only four. It's it's not working, Jeremy. <laughs> uh Sam Lemon asks, "What can we expect from Stat Check in 2024? Any big changes, hopes, dreams?" We've got some stat stuff kind of in the works, but it's I don't think. What were you? We might sort out shirts this year, maybe. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> We might. Uh, I don't know. I'm like this uh, close to just offering someone a hundred dollars of my own money to just be like, make this problem go away. Ah, here it comes. Ah, right, sorry, I, had, I thought I had it open already. So this is one of the biggest things that's actually going to be happening. Um, Elo started being taken really seriously by people this year. I was a little surprised, but also not. Um, so in the interest of that, and also in interest of some transparency, there's going to be a really big change to the Elo system this year, um, and it is going to. Be- be backdated because I can do that. Um, we are going to be implementing, uh, there's a couple tweaks, but the biggest tweak that we're implementing is we are implementing decay um, for singles ELO. So the premise behind this basically is that if you are inactive for three months or longer, then for every three months of inactivity you have, your ELO will decay 20% of its current difference from the baseline. So basically if you're at 2000 ELO and you're inactive for three months, you'll lose hundred points. Nice and simple. And the reason that I'm going forward with this, because there was a fair amount of internal discussion, was it ends up being more accurate. Basically, real quickly, I'm not going to dive into this too much because I'm going to be writing an article and publishing it probably on Goonhammer, maybe locally. Um, orange line is if we add that D, that DK, sorry, <laughs> bright orange okay. line and then dark orange line. I'm going to come up with some other things. But basically, it's a few percent more accurate if you do that through the vast somewhere. majority of the games that we look at. Hmm? I think like somewhere 80%. Cliff is upset just because there's two orange lines. He's like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this this was done this <laughs> afternoon. I'm gonna make it nice for the actual thing here. Actually, if we want to make Cliff really mad, we'll do this. Oh, oh no! Ah! Can I tell you though that I've seen people publish figures that look like this inside? Oh no, I, I believe it. I've seen it. In, I've seen it in in professional publications. I've seen it in so many different things. It's it's pain and suffering. Um, uh, the monochrome black and white is my favorite different shades of gray i can actually see that pretty clearly can you do the can you, do the, a can you change one of them to be white version <laughs> i can't uh, remember which if one? it does a colorblind friendly one it's like purple and something or whatever i don't think I they remember. actually have it built in <laughs> what a bunch of jerks that's much funnier yeah we'll just add to greens <laughs> colorblind people don't need to see all you really need to know is that the decay version is more accurate by set, like a percentage point or two for predictions, and that's kind of yeah. it. And it encourages people to continue playing singles events. Um, one GT every three months isn't really that much games for people at the high end. Um, but yeah, the idea basically behind it is that if you haven't played 40k on the singles level for six months, you're 
not necessarily always, but you're going to be a little bit more uh, out of touch. Now, if you're obviously playing teams in that same time, that's not true. But that also means that as soon as you go to a GT, you should just crush it. You could probably make and then an your score that, uh, and then your score will rebound back up. Was it, who were we talking to? Yeah, I feel like we were talking to someone about this recently, and they suggested having teams just like not contribute to Elo, but to stop decay or something like that. That idea. Seems That'd be an interesting surprised. way of doing it. It would require us to start collecting the data for teams, which is something that I do want to do this year. There is some back end improvement that we're working on, um, both in the data handling and also the data collection front, that will hopefully. Um, fix a lot of that because i would like to start reporting on big team events as well yeah because that's what there's going to be like, to have that, an insane um, number of eight-man teams this year in in north america yeah so that's what i'm saying it gives us a way to be like hey it doesn't count but you know yeah you, you... and we don't count teams events because this comes up very frequently because the pairing process makes things really weird no and then we do have a new show coming which we talked about earlier that will be announced yep. in a couple weeks um I don't know. Hopefully, I, my, we're my sending team. a team to the championship cup, champion cup. Yep. So we we're, we're doing that. So we'll hopefully at, be doing more on the coverage side of events thing. We're hoping to be at a Cali Cup again. I think that's at, currently... at least me will be at Cali Cup again. That's yeah, currently in conversations. Um, my current dream is to do commentary for WTC again if we get invited back. We don't know yet. So, but if we we're hoping that you guys enjoyed what we're doing this year, that if we do more of the same and add some new stuff, you guys will have a good time. But as, as it often tends to be with StatCheck, what the new stuff will be tends to be based on what the person doing it has time for at the time, and it will occur as it does because there are, we're most of us are juggling this around other things going on. So we will be doing more. If you have suggestions, dump them in Discord, drop them, drop us a message. We would love to have any ideas that you guys have got about some cool stuff that we can do, we can't promise we'll make all of it. We have finite time, even me sometimes. Um, but we hope that you guys are enjoying what we're doing. More of the same will make you guys happy. That's the goal. <laughs> I like I like being taunted by people who can invite me to Thanks. WTC for commentary. By in our chat. Maybe you're invited, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. It's just sad Somebody that we're going to get to rename one of his events. <laughs> Just be, just tell me so that I can actually reserve time off because that's important. How about that, Ishik? There you go. Um, Sam also asks, instead of 40K, what other hobby or endeavors would you compete in and obsess about? Huh. How long you got? I really wish I was good at <laughs> I was done a few. chess. What'd you say? I really wish I'd stayed good at chess, but I kind of stopped doing that like 15, 16. Mm. I feel like I would have done, it would have been all right. Four years ago? Yeah, pretty much. I was actually decent at hockey. If I'd gone to a, a high school with a team, maybe I could have played that and done okay. I wouldn't have been like a pro or anything. Or if you grew up with like rich parents or something, because that's hockey. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm doing my first Muay Thai lesson, my first martial arts stuff in like 10 years on Monday. Yeah. We're going to see if like being 36 years old makes it like very challenging or yeah, not. It makes things we'll hard. Being out of shape might make it very challenging. But I have been waking up at 630 every morning and working out. So hopefully it'll make so it then you'll be all right. <laughs> no, it, it'll still be hard, but it's not going <laughs> to be easy. But like you'll you'll be all right. Yeah. I won't die, probably. You shouldn't, most likely. Hopefully not. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot a long time where I did MMA stuff and that would have been interesting to compete in. I fought, I played Hearthstone too much, I played WoW too much. I do things too much. That's my that's my thing. Yeah, I'd find something random and 
become obsessive about it. That's just how it goes. My, uh, anyone who's like ever seen me not in a sweater, my like whole left arm is a sleeve. That was my first tattoo. Like that's just how I do things. Nice. Anthony does things by whole or not at all. That's very much one of his most appealing qualities. Yeah. Or scariest if you're friends with me. Or both, frankly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it definitely was It was a funnier moment watching Anthony be dangerous with just a box of snacks. That's true. Wasn't it an empty <laughs> box um, of snacks, too? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, that was the moment where I was like, oh, man, Anthony is, like, just actually dangerous. Uh, Paul, Paul Yunsen asks, you can go back in time 12 months and rewrite one core rule for 10th. Which one is it? Cut devastating wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Indirect still. Oh, yeah. yeah wait, sorry. It. Yeah. Just remove, remove indirect. Yeah, just no indirect at all. A lot of the devastating wound stuff actually is resolved by you just not being able to indirect it. I don't know. Dev wounds, I think they're fine where they're at right now. I still think they should work the old way in melee, but that's fine. I, that'd be sick. I'm super here for that. That would be awesome. I think that would actually be. Lost him. Just uh, I'm sure. <laughs> the next question. Uh, yeah, indirect. I would just adopt the ninth rule for indirect. The next question is. Sure. Uh, Davin asks, I'm running an Iron Storm teams list with two Storm Ravens, three Redemptors, and Garnish. Is this a meme list and why? No, I it's a like... skew list. I feel like you know the answer to this question and you're just looking for our validation. I mean, now. it's a lot of high toughness minus one damage stuff. It's a, it, it's definitely going to, to stat check some armies that are going to struggle to kill it. It's also very few things in one basket. They're not that expensive. Like, that is still only like 1,080 points of your list. Yeah, in five models. Yeah, live your life. I guess. The next question is from Scott, which is thoughts on T-Suns at the moment. I think T-Suns are really good in eight-man teams. And also, I didn't skip Tommy's questions. We just did predictions for hot takes on Data Slate already a bit. Yeah. I think they're fine. I don't think that they're good, but I think that in teams they have some play. I think they are by have... far the most punishing army to mistakes of like anything that's like even. Famous. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because they are very much of the you got to line up this, 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 and this, and make sure that you don't do this, this, and this, or you just die. Yeah, they're yeah. a bit of a Ruby Goldberg machine, and it's yeah. fun to watch them go off. Very still, very punishing to get with an eighteen of. You kind of need to know your heuristics on how you deal with these sons. Like, don't stand on objectives you don't have to. You know, kill the kill the characters, like move blocks, things that you wouldn't expect to, and all that stuff. Which is a very interesting way to play against them, but they're. They're just fine right now. They're really hard to play against. I will say if you go into like a meta that is unprepared to play against them and you are very good at them, they can definitely blow some shit apart. Like the, the degree to which you go from being perfectly fine to dead against T-Suns is like a very fragile line. And it's real, e like for both players. And it's really easy to trip. Yeah, you can, you too can be the Roxar, but you don't want to have to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The last question from the Patreon Discord is from John, which is what will make other GSC units playable? What do you want for GSC in the upcoming slate? I they really need to separate the demo charge data sheet out. Like it just it's too much. And it demo charges should have one cost and the melee unit should have a different cost. 
plus two to charge when you show up from reserve. Sure. I like I my problem with GSC is like exactly what we were just saying there, right? Like it'll it'll there's no amount of buff you can give that's not gonna just make it be like, you see that weapon? That's real fucked up. Take a lot of it. <laughs> like plus two to charge doesn't make metamorphs better than demo charges. Well, I mean, I would also do the thing Jeremy said. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, make them a different data sheet, give them some other cool stuff, make them able to consistently hit melee, and we're talking, right? Yeah. Like, I would love, I love the idea of playing Jesse as a melee army. Like, it's one of the armies that I was, like, looking at getting into. Jesse. Yeah. I like I, hand flamers. I love melee weapons. You, I mean, you remember, I was, like, this close to buying into them to play Twisted Helix, and then I just, like, was like, wait, no. And then I just went and did other stuff. And I pulled some questions from YouTube. There's not like a ton, so you guys are just not getting it. Uh, the GSC attachment doesn't have no benefits from melee. You do get the sustained hits in melee. It is not nothing, yeah. but it could be more. The fact that like the melee weapon is two attacks and the ranged weapon is D6 plus three attacks is the joke. And blast. <laughs> yeah. Also, the uh, like the ignore cover and sustained hits is definitely better than just the sustained hits that requires a charge, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you, Davalos, uh, for the super chat for reaching a life goal of 2024 Phantasm. <laughs> uh, Paint Celestine says, "We can we change it to stat dash check slash Eldar are fair and balanced for the coaching link? If you no. give us lots of money, maybe. Ishik asks, what deadline do I want? Uh, the sooner the better so that I can make sure that that time off doesn't overlap with uh, conferences and stuff. Um... Anmic13 asks, can you beat Aussie players? No, but apparently the French can. And then Redrum no, says, the let's say they... Yeah. Redrum asks, let's say they stop, they slap all the units that need a slap in Eldar. Do you think the index of Eldar has the depth to just bounce back because some units that are yeah. good have not seen the light of day yet? They could remove ranged and melee weapons from all Eldar data sheets, and I think most armies would be comfortable saying they'll get a 13 against them because of how well they'll score tactical. And then the last question that I dug out of YouTube chat was also from Ishik, which is hello everyone, what is this podcast to boot? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see, like, watch Ishik say that, or like listen to him <laughs> pronounce that, that'd be very funny. This a podcast to boot nothing and everything. Yeah. There you go. Somebody said I didn't say what my year plans were, but I said health and hobby. So they're like, that's it. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. It's, also you said you wanted to win a GT this year. Yeah, that's my 40k plan. I just need to paint all my stuff, basically. That's my goal. My get only all goal for the year is to get Nathan to sell out. I'm getting what seems to be quite a healthy promotion. So I'm just going to take that. Yeah, for now. Yeah. That's all. My goal is to get XL1 to record five episodes this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm just gonna win War Masters. There you go. Hell I'm gonna yeah. win War Masters. That's what I'm gonna do. I will I will train to win War Masters. How does that sound, folks? I'm game for that. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll even make shorts about how Innis yelling at me as I make silly decisions. I do like yelling at you. It's true. Uh so that's it. That's all the questions. I'm not going to bother with pulling any last second ones. Um, you guys had all the time in the world while we made this two hour show to put questions in there. You should have asked your questions earlier if you wanted to ask us questions. Sorry, guys. 
Innis, wheel us out in a wheelbarrow so you can sleep. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much again for being with us at the show. We have consistently had 80 viewers for the entire episode, which is awesome for our first episode back of the year. If you want to hear the plugs, go back and listen to them. I'm not doing them again. I'm not putting anybody through that. Please do check out all the things you mentioned. It should all be in the description. We have even a template description now because Jeremy's done the hard work and finally got that together. Check out our Patreon. Check out the YouTube. Check out all the other stuff. It's all there. Thank you so much, everybody. Good luck if you're at a tournament this weekend. If you're at the Nottingham UKTC event, come and say hi. I do not have any dice or objectives or anything like that left to give away, but I do have me and my wonderful lack of personality, so come say hi. It'll be great. Um, otherwise, have a great weekend, Nathan. Bye-bye. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.